Welcome to Your Food Looks Funny. I am Marcus T, and today's questionable item that we're going to be discussing is when to try new food. I'm not eating that. I'm not eating that. Right, so today we're talking about uh, when, when to try a new food. So there's a right time and a right place, and ultimately that comes down to your own decision. But I'm going to give you some of my opinions on when it's best to try something new. Let me start off by saying trying something new uh, should be exciting. It should be exciting. It shouldn't be punishment. Most people go into trying something new like it's a, like it's the unknown, like it's a haunted house. It doesn't have to be something you're afraid of or you have to get peer pressured into. And that'll be something else I'll talk about uh, later in the show is different venues in which to try new foods. But we're just going to start off with the basic opinionated perception right now for me of when is the best time to try a new food. And later we'll get into the venues of when to not try some of those new foods. So I'm here we go. I'm personally a big advocate of eating alone. That's just who I am. Um, that's just kind of the person I've become over the years. I like eating by myself. If I'm going to be trying something new because I have a fully uninhibited perception of the food I'm eating, if there's nobody else around to kind of hype it up or tear it down, you ever get that one friend that sells you on something being so good? It doesn't even have to be food. It could be a movie. You know, it could be a roller coaster ride. It, it could be anything. And they hype it up and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to try that. And. By the time you get to it, it's not nearly as good as you thought it was going to be. Don't don't have that be the situation where you walk into those foods and, and you just are let down with a with a nine star review on a three star food. All right. Trying something new by yourself. It's preferred that you make it. But if you go to a restaurant, I know a lot of people don't like to eat by themselves. There are. People that do, like I said, I'm one of them. Again, I am married and me and my wife do go to eat. But every now and then I'll find myself eating by myself when I get the chance just because I can try something new without having to describe it or be described how it was from another person. You have your own raw opinion on what it is that you're eating and it just seems to go along a lot better if you're the only one that has to fully comment on something, it doesn't have to be a panel discussion. So, like I said, going out to a restaurant uh, can be great. Trying something new on the menu that you haven't tried before. But I'm a big fan of cooking it yourself. Is it possible for you to find a recipe to cook it yourself? Uh, my wife loves ice cream. So the other day we made ice cream from scratch. Now, I make ice cream. But normally she doesn't help me in the process, but she is part of the inspiration behind this show of she doesn't like a lot of food. So I'm trying to help picky eaters jump out of that shell, but not too far. It's like little hopscotch hops, not full long jump leaps, if that makes sense. So making ice cream the other day was not as difficult as she thought it was going to be. And I've made a post about it already, but it, it didn't take much to it. It didn't take much to it, but it was something to get her out of her comfort zone to try and make it herself. And again, when I say try new foods, it doesn't have to be you eating it. 
it can also go along with you making it. What took you out of your comfort zone to make something new? All right. So making it yourself. And again, I do posts about, you know, different tips and tricks of making certain things. So keep your eyes out for those because they can be really helpful when you least expect it. All right. Uh, another time that you should try things more in depth with it. Try something more than once. So I don't mean like you ate a spoonful and then you ate another spoonful immediately after. If you ate something once and you didn't particularly like it or even if you hated it, you know, give it a couple months. Then maybe next year. Don't wait your whole life. And then you'd be like, oh, I ain't had a tomato in 20 years. Come on. Like, try, try it again and make sure you're trying full portions of this stuff. I. Uh, it, it disappoints me so many times when I ask somebody to try something. And again, I'm not pressuring you. I'm just asking, would you like to try it? And people take like this little microscopic nibble or, you know, tiny spoon worth of the food. And they'd be like, oh, it's OK. Like you didn't taste it. You had 90 percent air and 10 percent of whatever I just served you. Just Try a full portion of it. I don't mean eat a whole plate of it. Eat a whole spoonful. Take a solid bite. Go to the corners of your mouth. Like, don't bite with that two-tooth chomp and then tell me oh, I was okay. Like, you didn't even taste it. If it was good or not, just let me know. It, it's okay. And most people are so quick to decipher, well, I'm not going to like it or, you know, I'm going to hate it or, you know, it's going to make my stomach hurt or something like that. I'm not eating that. If if you have an allergy, I get it. And and side note with some useful information here, there, there are a lot of allergies, a lot of allergies, but there are eight main allergies, eight. That's it. Peanuts, tree nuts, fish, shellfish, eggs, milk, wheat, soy. Those eight items are your main allergens. There are also intolerances of some other items, but they aren't usually on the, oh, I'm going to go into anaphylactic shock if I have it type deals. They're, you know, usually indigestional, but they're not going to kill you for the most part. It's going to be very uncomfortable but it, it might not kill you. But again, those eight items that I just named, peanuts, trinas, fish, shellfish, eggs, milk, wheat, soy. If it's not one of those eight that you have a problem with, why not try a whole portion of it? And again, it's great to try these things when you're not around people so that you don't have to worry about being pressured into certain things. Okay. Oh, another thing going along with that. Public, public service, public, service public announcement. Service. Eggs are not dairy. I'll say that again. Eggs are not dairy. Eggs are next to the milk in the grocery section. But if I ask you if you'd like to try something and you say, no, I'm lactose intolerant and it only has eggs in it. These are not the same thing. Another useful fact there. All right, moving along. Trying things. Make sure you're trying a full portion of them, making sure you get the full gist of how that dish came together. You need to get every bit of the dish incorporated into the bite or the spoonful, the forkful in which that you just ate. Otherwise, you're not doing the dish any service from the person who cooked it, whether it's you or somebody else. Okay. 
you want to be able to justifiably say in a year from trying a dish, I remember how that tasted because it has its own unique footprint that needs to be placed on your palate. Okay, if your palate is the size of a Lego, you need to increase the size of that to, you know, a Costco. We, we need to gradually get there to increase your palate. Again, it's not going to be overnight, but you need to expand your horizons. Otherwise, your eating will get monotonous. It will just be for survival and less for the enjoyment. And you want this to be exciting. You want it to be enjoyable to try something new. Not, oh, my God. My parents are trying to get me to eat vegetables. Just, you know, make it an enjoyable experience. Try it by yourself, then do it with friends. And then you can impress them by going beyond where they thought you would. Because they know what you'll eat and what you won't. That's why they tease you about it. You know, I've been there. Don't be pressured by your friends. That was one of my main things as to when to not try foods. You don't want to try it in a pressure situation unless you thrive off of that. If you thrive off of the pressure to get you to try new things, then you know who you are as a person. And that would be a better time to try these things. But normally, don't be pressured into trying them. I know if somebody wants to force me to do it, I'm hard-headed. I don't want to try it. I'm not eating that. I'm not eating that. Do not... Force me to eat nothing. You will have to hold me down. I will fight you like, uh, I don't know what. All right. So also, normally when you're making food at your house, it's for an actual meal. Lunch, dinner, breakfast. Don't make the entire meal a new meal. So what I mean by a new meal is don't make the entire meal something that you've never made or never tried before. If you've never tried French toast, and again, I, I, I get most people have probably tried different breakfast foods. But if you've never tried French toast and you don't like eggs and uh, I don't know, turkey sausage, don't don't eat it all in one sitting because if you hate it now you got to make a whole new meal or you stuck eating a bowl of cereal you know looking real bitterly at what you just made that you didn't like and uh basically that's how i began eating some of that stuff is i was making too many items that i didn't know what they tasted like so i would end up you know not wanting it but out of sheer survival and being hungry, I was going to eat it. And plus, I wasn't wasting no food. I was basically like uh, Chris's dad off of Everybody Hates Chris. Like, I ain't wasting no food. So I would eat every bit of it and then make a mental note of, okay, I can't make everything new next time. I'll try one new item. And that's the overall point of this is one item at a time. If you don't like that one item, you still have a full plate of things that you'll like to eat. All right. One of the main and last points that I'm going to make here. Here we go. And, and it, it's going to touch the heartstrings of a lot of you out there. I already feel it. I am an avid potluck protester. That, that's that's what we're going to call it. I'm a potluck protester. And, and by potluck protester, I mean if I'm at work. OK, we've all been at work and we have the let's say it's Thanksgiving and we decide that as a team, we're now going to have a potluck at work. 
the secretary's going to bring something, the GM's going to bring something, I'm going to bring something, you know, your friend that works in accounting is going to bring something, and they all bring this mishmash of stuff to uh, the potluck that you've probably never seen before unless you're really close with some of these people. And again, these are co-workers. So you got a bunch of foods that don't necessarily match each other, possibly from different cultures, different corners of the country. And now you're not sure if you've tried some of this stuff before. This doesn't look like your mom's macaroni and cheese. I'm not sure what this is, but it's not exactly what you're used to. Okay. This is not the time to bring a new dish for me or anyone else to try. You bring the old reliable that we know you've made before. Okay, you bring the stuff that I've seen before. Don't bring the stuff that you decided to make last week because you saw it in a Facebook recipe. I will not be your guinea pig for this item. Okay, there's a difference between a buffet and a potluck. A buffet has professional cooks who are trained to make these certain dishes. You might be the greatest home cook in the world. And again, I work in the restaurant industry, so a lot of times most of the people will be cooks. But I still don't know your at-home habits. And I know there are a lot of people out here that understand what I'm saying. Okay, right now we're going through the whole coronavirus thing. And that should hit just a little bit differently when you think about it. Somebody making something and you don't know their home habits. Okay, this is not the time to try something new. I will not be a part of this. So, again, there's nothing wrong with being a potluck protester. And again, I was referring to items and instances where you're with people that you don't know the habits of. If you have a potluck with some of your family members, that's completely different. I have a huge family. At any given time, there'll be 40 or 50 of us in a house. And if we have a potluck, I know these people. I know their habits. I know what they're good at. Normally, somebody will bring something different, but it'll be a one-off of what everybody else had there. You know, you can trust to try one or two things at a family potluck. But at a community potluck in which you don't know the community that well, this is not the greatest time to do it. Be a potluck protester and be proud of it. Okay? Fight the potluck. That said, today we've gone over some allergies, some when to try, some when not to try, some what to try, some when to try by yourself. Uh, again, huge advocate of trying it by yourself. Let me know what you think about trying new things. When do you try new things? Do you try new things? I mean, uh, some people might have been eating the same stuff since they were in the eighth grade. I'm sticking with chicken tenders and that's it. Okay. All right, so we'll get into a few other things later in some other episodes, some more posts. Again, follow me on YFLF Podcast. That's YFLF Podcast, like your food looks funny, on Instagram and Twitter. I'll have some more posts about when to try some new things, some different things that I've tried, uh, some upcoming episodes, and hopefully you'll be back to listen to those next episodes. Appreciate you listening. All right.